You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Well, welcome to the Geek End Update. Yes, welcome back. So we are um, broadcasting from the Podcast Detroit studios here in Royal Oak, and uh, we are back from our week in in Florida, so that's pretty exciting. So um, I'm Wendy. I'm Scott. Brandon. And as always, Randy making a sound good over there. Hey, hey. So Randy and Brandon did not join us, Scott and myself, on our trip. So we have lots of fun stuff. So I'm hoping Randy and Brandon will ask us tons of questions and we can answer. And so we did Disney World while we were down there, which had a lot of fun. You know, I mean, they're getting ready for, you know, for Pixar Land. It's opening up at the end of this month. And they had a whole bunch of stuff going on for uh, um, Incredibles. Yeah. Tomorrowland was getting ready. Like, of course, you know, it happens the week that we, you know, the week after we leave, they have everything going on Incredibles in Tomorrowland at Magic Kingdom. They were starting to set that up while we were down there. So, but uh, um, we got to see the first nine minutes of the new movie. That was really exciting. Yeah. It was really exciting. So, um, and, uh, and we did Megacon while we were down there. So, how'd you like your first experience at MegaCon, babe? <laughs> it was uh, could have been overwhelming if if not for the the plan that we had to pretty much hit the people we wanted to see and then leave. And of course, I don't mean physically. <laughs> <laughs> I think security would have uh, escorted us out right away. <laughs> hey, Elijah Wood, smack! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, there was a lot of people, you know, a lot of big names down at MegaCon and, um, we only, we were only in one room. I was trying to tell Scott that like there's different rooms at MegaCon. So you have like the dragon room and we were in the main room, of course. So that's where the celebrities go. It's cosplay alley, you know, where a lot of the shops are and stuff, but they also have different rooms. They have like the anime room and dragon room and, you know, like there's, um, I'm trying to remember from when I went back a couple of years ago. Um, but, uh, there's, there's, there was like seven big rooms, you know, so you had your comic room, you had the anime room, you had, um, dragon room. There was like the supernatural room. I mean, there was just, you know, and, and, um, you know, different parts in each of those. So there's no way to cover it all in one day. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and I yeah. went, we were there for like probably four hours and we barely got to do anything. Yeah. So. Yeah, we, we ran through <coughs> the, the main shop area and oh, like even compared to our normal cons that we go to, like that was huge. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, uh, um, it's an experience in and of itself. And uh, there were so many people I wanted to meet. So many. Jody Benson was there. And I didn't know this because she wasn't on the list of people that I originally saw. Oh, I would have planned accordingly. I totally would have. Jody Benson. And uh, yeah. Susan Egan was there. And Christopher Daniel Barnes. Okay, so for those of you who don't yeah, know. I was going to update yeah. people if you didn't. <laughs> um. Oh, we forgot. Uh, so, uh, as usual, we want this to be an interactive thing, and and oh, yeah, we'll, we'll catch up with that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if if you guys should be listening in and want to 
talk to us or ask us questions and whatnot, you can call us live at 248-579-5260. Or you can email us at the geek and or at the geek and update at gmail.com. Facebook us at the geek and update or tweet and follow us at uh, the geek and update. And that last one uh, update is spelled U P D the number eight. And yeah. So Colin, Drive's crazy. I don't care. (laughs) Um, And you can also, for those of you who can't listen live, you can also like message us after the show as well. And we will um, definitely get back to you as well. Um, But, uh, but yeah, so Jody Benson, she is, I I would say probably no most known for as the voice of Ariel from little mermaid, but she's been the voice of so many other things. Um, I mean, like an incredible amount of things. Um, but she was also the Barbie from Toy Story 2. Oh, so, yeah. bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Who <laughs> <laughs> could forget that? This smile's starting to hurt. Bye-bye now. So, um, she also played in Enchanted. You know, she was the secretary in Enchanted. Oh, and yeah. so the Little Mermaid theme was playing when... Giselle was waiting by the aquarium. Yeah. Missed that. (laughs) I mean, Enchanted. Oh, my gosh. We could have an episode all on Enchanted on, like, the Easter eggs and stuff that are in that movie alone. Um, But, uh, I mean, and she's been – I mean, she's she's definitely a voice actor, you know. And and so she's just been – you should look her up uh, and uh, just see what she's done. Oh, my gosh. Her line was so big, so big so big but she's apparently lady and lady in the tramp too mm-hmm. she yep. replaced uh barbara L- luddy mm-hmm. i'm just looking well, at her you know filmography right now i mean by the time lady in the tramp 2 came out barbara luddy was unfortunately past her six feet under yeah you know yeah. i don't know how to like politely say that <laughs> she had already passed away <laughs> I didn't even know there was a Lady in the Tramp too. It was really yep. good. Scamps Adventure. Scamps Adventure. <laughs> I didn't even need the computer to know that one. Yeah, I've never she, seen it. She was in The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy as well. Huh. I've never seen that not show. A, not a big part, but oh, okay. was in the show. Okay, I was going to say. So, but I mean, I think she she was she was the voice of Ariel in every Little Mermaid that came out too. I'm almost positive. I know that she was she was in the movies. I, th- I think she was the show in the show too. I believe so, mm. but I could be wrong. I used to love that show. When she found the baby killer whale, she brought it home, hid it in her room. That would have totally been me if I could have swum and you know talked to the baby whale. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but anyways, <laughs> and then Susan Egan, she is the voice of Meg from Hercules. As well as other stuff, but that's, you know, the one that I know her from specifically. Um, I mean, she's phenomenal. Uh, you know, she killed it. And yeah. um, I would have loved to meet her, but yeah, it's kind of sad. They, she didn't show up until super late. Yeah, they were on break or something. For so, like, no, she was doing her photo op, okay. but she her she didn't come in until her photo op. So she wasn't there at the table at all. She wasn't going to return until like after you and I had left. So, but Christopher Daniel Barnes was the voice of Prince Eric. From The Little Mermaid. From for The Little Mermaid. That's it. 
So I totally went up to him. I am not even ashamed. And this is what I'm not ashamed to say that I had the hugest crush on Prince Eric as a kid. And he just went with, he was like, well, I am charming, you know, and he was just, he was really cool about it, you know, and he, and he spent the time, he was like, well, thanks for coming guys, you know, and it was really cool. So, um, I mean, he's been in other stuff as well, but, uh, but yeah, that's definitely the thing that I know him from the most, I would say. And he was just, he was genuinely like really down to earth. He was pretty awesome. And, uh, you got to meet Billy D. Williams. Yes, I did. <laughs> you can elaborate. Yeah. Um, well, unfortunately, because his his line was so big, uh, he he wasn't really talking much to the the people that he was signing for. But um, he was just about signing anything you wanted him to you know you know wanted him to write, which was kind of cool. Do you want to tell people who he is? Oh yeah, so Billy <laughs> D. Williams. <laughs> for those of you who who do not know, he was the original Lando Calrissian from the original Star Wars trilogy. Uh, he also voice acted himself in Star Wars Rebels recently. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. It's also in a number of other things, but I do not recall them at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> None of them are important to me compared to Star Wars. Fair enough. Yeah. So I got his autograph and I jumped up and down for a second. <laughs> well, Steven, our son, he um, he got to meet Catherine Tate, who played Donna from Doctor Who, but she was also in The Office as well, the American version of The Office. Um, the only, you know, the only <laughs> actor who had an accent <laughs> in the show. So um, I can't remember her name in The Office, to be honest. But um, but we... Um, Brandon's on it. Brandon's on it. <laughs> uh, but uh, Scott and I got to meet her at Awesome Con the year prior in DC and she was just, she was so awesome. And we told her how Steven wasn't able to come cause he was spending the summer with his dad and she recorded a message for him. And so he wanted to meet her and we had this opportunity and she was so cool with him. She really was when, um, you know, when we told, told, heard the story and everything about the video and stuff and how he wanted to meet her. She goes, Oh, well, you know what that means, Steven? And he goes, no, <laughs> she goes, it means you get two autographs. And she grabbed another picture and gave him another autograph. And she like bent down and she hugged him and you know, she was just really, really cool with him. She was really cool with him. So, and then I got to meet Elijah Wood. I mean, we all did. We were all online, but I was the most excited. <laughs> I was the most excited guys. She's working on her collection. Yes. If Carl Urban hadn't canceled, I would have been trying to get his autograph as well. Lord of the Rings, guys. Lord of the Rings. For uh, those of you who don't know, and I i mean, I guarantee you that everyone knows who he is. Frodo from Lord of the Rings. You want to uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, she played Nellie Bertram. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. In The Office? Yes, Catherine Tate. Yep. Yeah. That's yes. Right. She was good. I liked her. Um... She was also one of my favorite companions in Doctor Who. I still cry every time. Every time. And when we met her last year, I planned so horribly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wendy's, sh- Wendy's shirt that she wore for our uh, photo op with um, Catherine Tate and John Barrowman said, uh, you never forget your first doctor. I planned horribly, guys. <laughs> planned horribly. I-, I think it was planned perfectly. No. <laughs> Randy, do you watch Doctor Who at all? 
Still no. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did ask Pretty him. Sure I've asked him. Asked him. Asked him <laughs> I have. Guys, I'm still reeling from the vacation. I need like a week-long nap. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, so um, her her character in there wound up having to have her memory erased. And so she is literally the only person in the Doctor Who universe who has forgotten the Doctor. And I wore that shirt. That said, you never forget your first doctor. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I planned so horribly. Did she react to it? <laughs> no. And not that she said. She didn't so <laughs> so I'm hoping that she just like didn't notice or if she noticed she just chose not to say anything. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm sh- I'm sure she's gotten it enough that people have planned on wearing that shirt for her pic- picture ops, you know. So she- I think she's just used to it at this point. <laughs> and, you know, she's an actor. It's not like she personally <laughs> has any, you know, crazy feelings about having to have forgot him because she personally hasn't forgot the experience. Fair enough. Yeah. I still planned horribly, though. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, I felt so bad because <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even consciously think about it until we got the picture, yeah, the printed the picture, picture, and, and then like, I saw. No. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> <laughs> so it was horrible planning, horrible planning. But you know, when you only have one bag and you're stuffing it in for for everything, and you know, you gotta, you know, just throw a couple things in you can't do like cosplay and stuff because i would have loved to to do some cosplay but um for megacon though i i dressed up in my mini dress with my mini ears you know because that was easy to pack you know and uh wasn't something that i was gonna have to like worry about and we were down at disney anyway so yeah you know. <laughs> <laughs> um and so there was someone that had a really good cosplay of mickey mouse I mean, really good. And uh, he saw me when we were getting ready to leave, and he comes running over to me and is like pointing to me and giving me like the fingers shaped like a heart and everything. And I'm like, oh, Mickey, I love you too. And then, you know, we posed for pictures and everything. And a lot of people were taking pictures, not just, not just Scott and our friend Sharif um, down in Florida. It was quite a few people were sneaking up and taking pictures. <laughs> So that was that was kind of cool. And so but um we got to meet Elijah Wood and um so when I when we met Sean Aston the year prior I was like had the most eloquent conversation with him and it was really cool like he was really spending a lot of time with his fans and I'm sure I mean Elijah Wood's line was ridiculously long. I mean it was it was just horrendously long. So I'm sure it was time wise but he didn't we didn't get to spend as much time with him as i would have wanted you know and um um but uh i mean he wasn't rude in any way shape or form on on the flip side compared to a lot of celebrities he actually had a giant group of people that weren't even standing in line or anything just taking pictures of him and most celebrities put a kibosh to that they're like nope you know you either stand in line or or you're not you know and pay or you're not gonna picture yeah but he literally didn't care that it was a giant group of fans yeah and so and while we were waiting in line actually one of the guys that went up to him 
<laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, like yeah. <laughs> Elijah Wood, like he turned around and lifted up his his shirt, and Elijah Wood's face just was like whoa. So a couple people are like, we want to see it. Have him turn around. His entire back was covered in autographs. Front two. Oh no, the front only had a little bit on the side. He, you yeah, know, okay. yeah. So it's still quite a bit. Yeah. So, but his back was, I mean, there was hardly any open space on his back. And so what, you know, what he'd do is he'd have like the celebrity sign it and then he'd go and get it tattooed, you know? So his back was completely covered in autographs. And I mean, it was just, it was insane. Like he turns around and everyone goes, whoa, like a collective, like, whoa, like in awe expression. So, um, but, uh. But yeah, and then there, I mean, there was ton of Deadpools and they actually did a Deadpool conga <laughs> yeah, there's a, line. There's a Deadpool conga line that, that <laughs> formed and did a giant circle around the con. I think I saw one of those last year at Motor City Comic Con. All the Probably. Deadpools got together. They, and, they, yeah. tend to, they tend to form on, on their own accord. Even without the movie just coming out, Deadpool is always a popular person to meet Yeah, <laughs> at cons. Yeah. I mean, they. St- I mean, they sell the costume like everywhere, and and a lot of people have a fun time kind of altering it a little bit because there was like the yeah, Bob Ross add your own variation. Yeah, there, yeah, was, there was, Bob was the Bob Ross, Ross Deadpool, Deadpool and uh, there was Fred. There was Fred Flintstone. Um, uh, shoot, what's what's the lodge that Fred Flintstone used to go to? Is like the wild, wild, the wild, wild buffalo. Wild, wild, yeah, that's it. He was wearing the wild buffalo hat and had Fred Flintstone's, you know. Uh, tunic on nice it was it was cool yeah it was yeah and 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 it was um there was one guy there though that like he was like super authentic and stuff like when he took his mask off he'd even had like the oh, yeah he had the, scar. the scarring and stuff i thought you were gonna say the uh hugh jackman paper mask <laughs> There was someone there that did that, you know, um, that that was the thing. But no, this one guy, like if you took off the mask, he had like the scarring all over him. And um, and so um, and he just he had like the mannerisms down pat too. people were coming up to him and everything. And and there was a guy who was clearly much shorter than him. You know, I don't know if it was a kid or just I I couldn't tell because, again, mask. Um, but he went up and they were taking pictures together and he goes, it's my little brother from another mother, you know, like totally like just <laughs> like playing off in the in the, the spirit of Deadpool as well. And was just having the quips back and forth, you know, yeah. and so. And there was a ton of Jurassic Park cosplay going on because one of the biggest stars that was there was Jeff Goldblum. So I saw I counted five John Hammonds. <laughs> <laughs> A ton of inflatable T-Rexes. In fact, they had an inflatable T-Rex band, mariachi band, show yeah. up and p- all played together for a second or two. Yep. And uh, then one person was literally had a giant costume constructed that I don't know how you walk through the con in it. It was huge. But it was a big T-Rex. <laughs> yeah, it was huge. Like it, it, it probably like from tail to nose. It probably would have fit like fit in this room. At, like. From nose to tail. Yeah, it was a good 12 feet long, I'd say. Yeah, easily. It was pretty huge. Um, And then there was someone dressed up as Maui from Moana and even had the ginormous hook. And the hook had all the engravings and stuff on it and everything. Like, a lot of detail went into that. The co- You know, the costumes are just 
you have you have when you go to like Motor City Comic Con and stuff, you have some people that that go all out on their costumes for sure. But when you go to like MegaCon, the number of people that go all out and is you've got you've got a lot of people that are literally flying from other places in the country to cosplay at co- conventions like that. Yeah, and so you get some really crazy and awesome cosplays. Yeah, it was insane because i told you know i told scott i'm like when we found out that megacom was going to be down there i'm like baby even if we don't even have time to see anybody i really i really think it'd be a good idea for us to go just so you could have the experience and uh and and i'm glad i i talked him into going (laughs) are you glad i talked you into going yeah it was nice very hectic though but it's it's hectic but it's in a very organized way because they've done this and they have so many volunteers being able to like direct people like you're gonna go this way and then down the concourse you know and um it's i mean it's just it's it's insane how awesomely organized they are the lines are i mean they're huge but they are always moving you Mm -hmm. know and it's it's a really really awesome way that they've got it organized as such so but it is an experience in and of itself so yeah but, uh, but yeah. All right. Anybody messaging in at all? No. I'm realizing I was too tired and busy lately. I f- forgot to post on Facebook about it. Oh. Episode. So. That's okay. <laughs> Coming back from vacation, everything's If you there. found us, congrats. I didn't tell you that we're <laughs> existing today. <laughs> uh, no. So, other fun thing that we did was uh, we took part in Star Wars Galactic Knights at uh, Hollywood Studios down Disney. Um, I'm looking forward to trying the wine. Yeah. So, uh, they they had Lucas wine. No, Skywalker. Sky, sorry, Skywalker. Sk- <laughs> yeah, Sky. <laughs> from Sky- yeah. They had Skywalker wine. Uh, <laughs> and they had uh, the manager of the Skywalker uh, vineyards. Vineyard. Uh, they're signing the the wine bottles for us, uh, so we we of course splurged a little and and spent the money to get Skywalker wine and went through all the hassle of trying to figure out how to ship it back up here. <laughs> so we called the airlines. Hey, can we check it? And he goes, Well, as long as it doesn't exceed one point three gallons per person, I'm like, no, it's just it's just one bottle of wine. <laughs> There's three of us flying. I think we're safe. <laughs> yeah. So we wound up by packing queen, went to work. That was pretty sweet. And um I I was able to pack it and it made it safe and sound. But what was really cool about it, because I don't know if you remember, but when we talked to um when when we got to interview Tom Zoller, yeah. he had actually had the whole thing where he was having a hard time shipping the stuff to, Ohio. you know, you can't yeah. ship it to so, Ohio. So we'll have to get him on the phone to come join us for some of our wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so it was kind of cool. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, to, uh, to trying it. And we got some olive oil as well. And he signed both of the bottles and that was pretty cool. Um, so that was exciting. And we got some, some special merchandise and rock and roller coaster. That's normally Aerosmith was actually like everything Aerosmith was taken away from that ride. Yep. And they turned it into Star Wars. 
Yeah. It was freaking sweet. <laughs> so they had your, you know, the, the driver's voice come over was actually, as far as we could tell, it was the voice of the, the uh, young Han Solo. Han uh, Solo movie. Yeah, saying, oh, you need, you need to, to get somewhere fast. Well, I happen to know uh, <laughs> a good shortcut through the galaxy. Don't worry. I'll get you there. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and um, normally... And, you know, if, if you've ridden the ride, you know this, but if you haven't, so it's a roller coaster that's inside and they shine black lights on like street signs and stuff. And you're in this limousine trying to like race to the concert, you know, and Aerosmith music is usually like blasting in your ears. And um, so in this case, they had shut off all the black lights and actually had like like Star Wars scenes and characters projected up onto the walls of the ride. And you had Star Wars music going in your ears and, uh, you know, and the vo- like the voice of Solo saying, hey, we'll get you there, you know, and hey, did you ever doubt me? We're here, you know, and um, and then Scott made his joke. <laughs> yeah, at, at the end, I'm like, woo, now that is how you make a Kessel run in 12 parsecs. <laughs> <laughs> and so... But they had lots of scenes and stuff, and you got to meet, like, K2SO, which, I mean, no one was really dressed up as K2SO. It was just a statue. But it was still cool. I'm kind of sad I didn't get a picture next to him. He was one of my favorite droids. Yeah, he's cool. His and sass it, is it's so also, real. It was also just kind of fun looking at the pe- people taking pictures with him to see just how tall. Yeah. 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 Very, uh, like, two scale. It was really awesome. And, uh, yeah, Disney goes all out. Yeah. It's really cool. And we almost wound up playing the, uh, the lottery while we were down there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we did the unthinkable. So but Disney, Disney says it's impossible. We proved them wrong. <laughs> so, Brandon, do you remember when you and I went down and we went on Star Tours and they yeah. had like the limited experience? Yep. I really thought we went, we were in it again. Because we wrote it, how many? We wrote it three times, right? Yep. Three yep. times. Three times. No, um, we did three times. Okay. Got the same freaking planets. Only had a different opening. Literally, only had a different opening. One time it was it was Kylo Ren. Yeah. One time it was the stormtroopers, and the other time it was the stormtroopers with the the um, like the robot scanner thing. Yeah. And everything else was was like basically the same. You know, I mean, it was just. Ugh. Oh, and I'm like, they, and I, I went up and I asked someone, I said, okay, I know when we were here in January, they had it limited edition. Is that the case? And they're like, no, all 12 planets are in rotation right now. I'm like, what are the odds of this happening? We just rode this thing three times and got the same freaking thing. I'm like, this is not supposed to happen. And, and, and more importantly, in the same exact order. Yes. And I'm yeah. like, I, and, and Scott being an engineer, I look at him and I'm like, literally, what are the odds of this? Because he's good at math. And I said, what are the odds of this happening? And he says, not good. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I told him, we went on the fourth time and I said, if we get the same thing, we are literally figuring out how many letters are in each of these planets and stuff. And we are coming up with some kind of lottery formula for the you know for this and everything and playing it because there's no way that we can get it four times in a row well the fourth time went on it was completely different i was like thank god (laughs) (laughs) not a single planet being the same in the fourth one so (laughs) brought a tear to my eye i was so happy that was a little sad (laughs) 
So I was happy though, because I mean, like, I was like, I, this, that's the cool thing about riding Star Tours is you get a different ride every time. And for us to have the same ride three times in a row, it's like, this is not happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> though we did get one kind of a fun experience that we get to, to talk about with Star Tours. And it's that, um, uh, one of the times that we went to get on it, uh, the, yeah. uh, the line was actually held up by, um, Shoot, I'm blanking his name. Warwick right Davis. Yes, War, I'm sort of a W. Warwick, <laughs> Warwick Davis and his family. Uh, they were getting a private ride on it, and so they they were moving people from the <laughs> the uh, the line that they were getting in. Yep. And and, um, and what was cool is because it was Galactic Knights, they had stormtroopers in there, kind of like. Adding as double security, so stormtroopers were guarding Warwick Davis. Yeah, and so <laughs> and and redirecting people where they had to go. They're like over here. Yeah, <laughs> this way. <laughs> I'm watching you. <laughs> so you you look, Brandon. You look a little puzzled when I say Warwick Davis. I have no idea who you're referring. Oh, I guarantee to. you do. Oh yeah, Harry Potter. Uh, or or Willow. Do you know Willow from the? Did you see Solo? I haven't yeah, yeah. watched any Star Wars in my life. No. Uh, what else is he in? He's um, he was he's he's um Professor Flitwick he's in Willow. He's in... he's the Leprechaun okay. in the Leprechaun movies. Oh yeah, no, I see this now. <laughs> I'm looking at the IMDb. Yeah, right. He was Flitwick. I was right. Right. That is yeah. his name. Yeah, Flitwick. Right. Um. Yeah, Star Wars, and then. Like you said, Leprechaun. Those movies were weird. <laughs> I like them. I don't know what those are. They're a horror movie. You don't. I wanna... don't want to know what those are. <laughs> Apparently, he was in an episode of Doctor Who as well. Yes, he was. Oh yeah, yeah. He yep. was Nickabrick and Prince Caspian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I, oh, I. Uh, so in yeah, in Doctor Who, he was he was the the um the red character, the red cactus. I can't remember his name though. Yeah. Um, it was in. It porridge. was in. Uh huh. Porridge. Yeah, he was. It was in the Titanic episode that you. Yeah, cockalacum. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the, yeah. No, he's he's been in a lot of stuff. I guarantee you that even you know, like if you I am even if you don't know from the ones that we listed off, if you Google it, you see him, you're like, oh, that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's got a recognizable face. Yeah. Um, so, um, so that was, yeah, so there we go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I saw his, uh, you know, I, I had to run out to our car to get our, uh, son's autograph book. Uh, he left out there. And as I was walking out there, um, I actually saw Warwick Davis's family walking in, but I didn't realize it was his family at the time. And people were lined up around them taking pictures and and stuff of of these random people. I'm like, well, that's kind of rude. Oh <laughs> and then I saw him with them later, and I'm like, oh, that makes sense. They're they're sort of celebrities by association yeah. there. Well, he was he was master of ceremonies that night. Yeah, so that was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, is it uh, so? I'm. I always say his name, but Jonas Swatom or whatever. Yeah, the, the the new Chewbacca. The new Chewbacca. He was there that night too, and there was actually panels that you could actually ask questions and everything. So that was we we missed that because there's so yeah, there much stuff to do. Stuff to do. We couldn't couldn't hit it all. 
and the lines. Oh my gosh, were I mean the lines for the rides were nothing, but there was so many other things that, and they had um, projections up on the Tower of Terror. And, yeah, it was uh, kind of cool. They turned the Tower of Terror into a a section of the the Death Star for one of the scenes, and you could literally hear across the park the can you know, the uh, the cannon firing, and. Did you guys do a Fantasmic that night? No, there was no Fantasmic because yeah, it was canceled because, because, because they had the the Star Wars stuff. Feels bad, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's the first time that I've I've made it down there that I have not done Fantasmic, so it was it brought a tear to my eye. But uh, I got uh, Stephen and Scott to see the Epcot show, you know, Illuminations, yeah. Reflections of Earth. Yeah, that one was alright. <laughs> it's it. It's a wonderful show, and it's something that, like, you're happy you see, but you won't go see it over and over again. I love the fire barge. Fire. <laughs> fire. You feel it all the way across the lagoon. You, I mean, you do feel it, you yeah. know? And uh, the first time, because timing, we were in the frozen ride for far too long. And, uh, and so when we got out, I turned the wrong way. I'm like, let's go this way. And I should have turned the other way um, to go like towards Japan and stuff, but uh, I didn't. I was a dummy, so I got them in a really bad spot. They only got to see like part of it, so we went and saw it again but, in a I much mean, more open spot. On the plus side, we were really close to the fire barge. We really felt the fire barge. <laughs> <laughs> now, now the real question is: with Epcot, do you ever have you, or do you ever plan on getting drunk around the world? I have not because I always had Stephen. Okay. You know? Um. I I would like to drink around the world, but I don't want to get drunk because <laughs> I've seen what can happen <laughs> in that summer heat while people like mm -hmm. imbibe a little too much. And there's too many places for you to try new drinks. There's just too many, especially during food and wine festival when they have like, <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, you know, because then you get like the little tasters. You get the little tasters of the of the wine and everything. So you can go around to all of the countries and they have additional countries have like little um, little food carts, for lack of a better um, thing, like little food booths. So there's like Madagascar comes in and like you have like the Madagascar food booth and there's no Madagascar like um, country, you yeah. know, in, in the pavilions. But they, they bring in extra food and wine from different countries. So there's more countries represented during food and wine festival than there is during regular time of the year. And so if you were to go through and spend like the four or five dollars for that little little glass of wine, it's not like it's literally probably just like about a shot glass, you know. But if you do that and you go like six, seven countries by that time, you're already like, okay, like I'm a little tipsy right now. You go a little bit further, you're like, I am drunk. <laughs> I mean, I guess you're not having fun until you're throwing up, right? Oh God. And it happens more often than you think. And oh I can tell you from working at Disney, they have the stuff called no band that that you it's a powder that you sprinkle on the uh on the vomit. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't smell much better. <laughs> But what it does is it collects everything up so you can actually like like sweep it up versus having to like try and like mop it up. But that's what you do and and it's a distinctive smell and if you if you smell the smell and you know what it is, you're like, "Oh, well, someone got sick here." 
And if you go like middle of the day during food and wine festival and you go around, you you smell it in several places and it's just not pleasant. And then spring break when a lot of people go down and they want to drink around the world. Because at the beginning of, of the a world showcase, you can actually get like a drink passport thing where yeah. you check off drinks I, around I the world. Say, uh, I was pretty sure there was a check off or stickers or something that like each place gave you. Yeah, you get a little stamp. With me, stamp. with me being as a lightweight as I am, I feel like I'd get two, three countries in and I'd be pretty much done. I'd just be done. Yeah. The problem is, is that people don't drink enough water and eat enough food to counteract what they're doing with the heat. You know, because alcohol just, it dehydrates you more than, you know, than you would normally too. So, so maybe, maybe Disney should think about doing food and wine during the wintertime, like closer to when it's cooler. Yeah, I was thinking that <laughs> probably the best time to be doing the around the world drinking would be when it's cooler. Yep. Or do food, wine, and water. <laughs> here's your sample of wine and here's your big cup of water. <laughs> yeah, just like like a little shot of wine in like twelve ounce cup of water. Well, then you definitely have to break the seal, and then that's a whole <laughs> new thing, right there. <laughs> and you won't be drinking a while in the world; you'll be finding all the bathrooms around the world. <laughs> so, um, but uh, but did, yeah, did you see the the castle, the night night showing, the new one yes. with Scott? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. It was so good. I cried still. Again. I cried again. again. I'm such a baby and I don't even care. It was so good. It was so good. Oh, how yeah, was the so. how was the weather while you guys were down there as well? Well, we I mean, I know that there was the, like that the, tropical the, the, depression. Yeah. So, we got I mean, we got rain, but it wasn't like it wasn't a solid rain, you know. We had one day that we were already planning on just making it a like hang around the the resort kind of day, kind of catch up with rest up <laughs> um and we did like pool and stuff and that was the only day that it poured for like the majority of the day yeah then the only time it poured was when i had to go get beignets <laughs> <laughs> we got I to got try the beignets drenched <laughs> guys i cannot recommend the beignets enough beignets go to port orleans um french quarter and you go in there and and I mean, oh, go in there. And they're, they're not that expensive either. You can get like a three pack or a six pack. And the six pack makes more sense when you got like multiple people because, you know, it's cheaper. And, you're not <laughs> and you just don't want just want one. Want one. <laughs> it's so good. So good. And half the, like, like half the time, they're just constantly making them fresh, you know, because either it's slow so they're just making them as they're getting ordered or they're fast and you like, you know, they're, they're like really busy and they're just constantly having them out. So they're only like maybe on the table for maybe five, 10 minutes top. So they're almost always fresh. You get the powdered sugar on them. Um, we yeah, even got, so we got a coffee dip, like a coffee chocolate dip yeah. and we looked at each other afterwards. And we're like, the dip was totally unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we dipped like maybe twice and we're like, but they're just so good without it. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't uh, eat the but, dip. Yeah. So for those that don't happen to know what beignets are, they're, they're kind of like square donuts with powdered sugar on the top. That is not even an and accurate it's, description. It's, it's a very loose description and doesn't give them the right justice that they deserve. 
Well, it's I definitely mean, it's a New Orleans thing for sure. Yeah, you know, um, and and it's it's a it's mentioned as a you know big deal in Princess and the Frog as well because Tiana makes her beignets. So and um, and so from my understanding, Port Orleans, like the the French quarters, always had beignets. Um, but they didn't become like a big thing until after Princess and the Frog. And that's when everyone's like, beignets. And so. Like, we want to find out what these things are. And- they're so good is what they are. They're heaven in your mouth. That's what it is. They're so good. Brandon, you're giving me this look, but I, next time you go down there, I'm going to make sure that you eat these and you're going to want to have like six all to yourself. Mm-hmm. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> There's a lot more I got planned going on if I go down to Florida anytime soon. Yeah. We didn't do Universal. Oh, we do Universal. Universal. I uh, Hogwarts. I just want to visit Hogwarts. <laughs> I want to go. I never got my letter. Okay. I'm still kind of salty about that. Do you want to get your, your wand picked out too? Mm. Maybe, maybe not. I probably want like a house scarf. Probably get a Hufflepuff scarf. <laughs> I'm Gryffindor though. Get a Gryffindor scarf then. I don't know though. I don't. I think Pottermore's wrong. I don't know if I'm a Gryffindor. Jack would probably agree with you. He took it twice and got <laughs> Slytherin twice, and he swears up and down he's Hufflepuff. And I'm like, nope, you're Slytherin. Yeah, but the thing is, is I kind of, I can kind of see Jack being Slytherin. That's he's the whole thing. a Slytherin. He's a, yeah. Yeah, he's a Slytherin. He doesn't agree, but he thinks he's a Hufflepuff. I would have thought I would have been a Ravenclaw, to be honest. Mm. No, you don't agree. I don't know where you would fit. Hmm. Yeah, maybe they didn't know I, either, I, so they put me in Gryffindor. I, I because feel of like it. I feel like you're a bit Gryffindor, a bit Ravenclaw, a bit Hufflepuff. So it's just sort of a, a roll the a die. In. So I'm not a bit Slytherin <laughs> either. <laughs> uh, I don't see it. <laughs> you you see the world through your rose colored glasses. I you do. can't be Slytherin. That's true. You can't be a Slytherin if with that kind of perception. Uh, all right. Yeah, and you can't apologize as much as you do when being a Slytherin. <laughs> all right. There's. Uh, I so, want to talk to snakes, though. <laughs> you don't have to be a Slytherin <laughs> to be able to talk to snakes. Uh, fair but, point. But you know, Universal would be a thing. Yeah. And I want to see a Rocky horror picture show while down there in Orlando. Yes. And I want to go to the ocean because never been. Just want to see. I don't even want to swim. I just want to see it. We were going to, but then we're like, it's Memorial Day weekends. It's probably, probably not be a packed. good idea. Yeah. 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 So between that and the tropical depression, we're like, we're going to save that for another time. Yeah. We got to do the Phineas and Ferb challenge, though. That was pretty cool. Until Steven broke it. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen got a little too exuberant. He got excited. Over his spot. We didn't get the key part to finish it up, so we'll we'll do it the next time we go down there. But there's there's still like six other countries that we can we can do it in as well. But it was really cool. I I kind of knew where some of the stuff was going to be because they they took they reused it from the from Kim Possible. Yeah. yeah. So you know because it's kind of hard to to hide stuff like that you know yeah and when they did like the you know keys to the kingdom over at uh magic kingdom each one of those things was down for like a month you had to like the whole area was being refurbished because they had to take stuff down to put the magic stuff in you know 
And, um, and so I think what they did was they just, they utilized what had already been put in there and they did it in a really clever way. They really did. Um, so, cause the UK was one of the ones that I did for the Kim Possible challenge. And, um, and so, but back then they actually, you didn't have your smartphones, you know, <laughs> you had your so flip they, phones. <laughs> they did. So they, they actually handed out flip phones. Oh my gosh. Yes. They, you know, it, that was how you like right now, what you do is you either go on the app or you, you know, and it, and send you to the link mm-hmm. that does all, you know, that does all this. Um, but um, you don't have to download any on anything onto your phone, so that's that's nice, you yeah. know. But um, but with Kim Possible, what they used to do is they used to like, if they ran out of phones, you had to wait until someone returned the phone. And what they would is they program what what country you were planning on going to, and then they give it to you, and Wade would be in contact with you on the flip phone, and Wade would tell you what you needed to be done and everything. So you would literally be helping Kim Possible using the um you know the flip phone and whenever wade was trying to get a hold of you you'd hear you know you'd hear that yep (laughs) what's the sitch yeah so um you know so and it was really cool so um i thought it was it's, it's really clever how they they hide things in plain sight speaking of hiding things in plain sight did you guys find any new hidden mickeys this time i did I did. I did. Did you did you guys take the um safari in Animal Kingdom? Yeah, but the crocodiles were down. Mm. Did but, did but, you see the 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 um island that I I found last time? No, that because was the, of the way that they had to go around because mm. you know. Okay. Yeah. But uh we did get a cool sight with the whole safari. Uh the vultures. Oh my god. Were were all sitting on the posts of the guardrail. It was kind of scary actually. <laughs> Each post had a vulture on it, and every single one of them had their wings spread out. Oh gosh, <laughs> it's like it's like the scene from the Jungle and, Book. Well, yeah, and and the thing is, is that literally between the side of the of the truck that you're on and the fence, it's maybe a foot. So all I would have had to do if I really wanted to was just reach out my hand, and I'd be able to touch one of them. And that was exciting and scary at the same time because. <laughs> Vultures. They're all looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was ready to like grab onto Steven and put him underneath me if I needed to, because these things looked like they were like about ready yeah, to yeah. start stealing children out oh of the carts. Well and, and the thing was something was going on because we saw three three pairs of them fighting along like the other side of the enclosure. So something had them like disturbed in some way shape or form so i'm sitting there and i'm ready to just like cover steven up like <laughs> i'm ready to, to like live alfred hitchcock <laughs> the birds yeah <laughs> <laughs> so and i took i took uh scott and steven on it's tough to be a bug <laughs> so um i had warned steven about it a little bit because i didn't want him to be freaked out you know but i didn't tell scott anything and i was so looking forward to his reaction and his reaction was so dull. It's a, it's a couple scary spots in there, but nothing really got me. Yeah, is and Brandon he he was scarred for life by that thing. I'm tearing up just thinking about that <laughs> attraction. It's not okay. It's not okay. Kids have to be escorted from it, even it's though there's okay. tons and tons of warning signs. Like there is stuff 
that will be too scary for some children. Like, be aware. It's going to happen. I'm a full grown adult. And that ride was tri- that that attraction was triggersome. <laughs> he thought I was messing with him. <laughs> I, uh, it was not okay. I know it, I was not. I, I know it was all him. just pretend, but. <sighs> oh. And we rode dinosaur, and Stephen loved it. Oh my gosh, Mister! You know he got scared of Tower of Terror because he remembered it incorrectly, and then he wound up going on it and like loving it again. He. What like I mentioned rock and roller coaster and he started flipping out and just bawling his eyes out. But this kid loves Space Mountain. Doesn't want to do anything to do with rock and roller coaster. But he loves Space Mountain. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is kind of insane. But um but he um he loved dinosaur. He was like, I want to ride that again. I'm like, well, we just used our fast pass and the hour, like the the thing is over an hour and a half long. So do you want to go wait in line for an hour and a half? No. <laughs> I, I liked Dinosaur too. I just think that like some of the parts were a little bit too loud in your ear. Like it just screeching right in no, your ear. No, that was me yelling in your ear. No, I there was, was like the, the, the dinosaurs would pop out <laughs> and I was on the outside. You were on the inside. I was on the outside and it would just like start screaming in your ear. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to no, go deaf No, I now. was on the outside because because of my foot. You were mm. right beside me and I had your backpack. Nope. I can pull up a picture. Okay. I will pull up a picture. Okay. I mean, where are they? Th- I don't remember. Is it three persons? Per- I thought it's it was four. Just- it's four. Four people. Four people. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I scream every time. That ride gets me every time. I know where where the jump scares are, and I still freaking like scream my my head off. Yeah, she was using her as a uh, way to figure out where things were coming from. <laughs> so I'd be less. <laughs> I don't do scary. I don't do scary. But uh, but yeah, but anyways. So but we had we had a lot of fun, and uh, I can't wait to go back again. Being as though we're DVC members, it's going to happen. It's going to happen, guys. Oh, we stayed at Old Key West. That was the first time I've even actually seen the inside of Old Key West, and that was pretty interesting as well. So, But they got a lot of cool, new, exciting stuff. They're building the the um, skyline thing that they're going to be doing from uh, some of the value resorts over to Hollywood Studios and, and Epcot. So that'll be that'll be cool. And... Uh, and um, during uh, Galactic Nights, got to to see part of the a tiny a tiny piece of the model for uh, the new uh, Star Wars mm-hmm. uh, Galaxy's Edge Land. Okay. Yeah, see, see, there's the picture. We'll post this on our on. I'll have Brandon post this on the thing. I <laughs> am ridiculously scared. The girl beside me is actually handling it better than me, a grown woman. It's it was scary. I don't, it's scary. Here I am just holding my ear, yep. trying to keep the noise from blowing out my eardrum like I told you about. <laughs> it's so scary. So Splash Mountain was open, so that was cool too. We got to go on Splash Mountain. Didn't you do the, the Cali River Rapids? I did. We got to do it twice. The first time, it was just me and Steven and, and another guy beside us that, that got wet. But the second time, we were no one was safe. Everyone got soaked. Normally, it's just like you, you only get like like two because they're, they're, they're situated in, in seats of two. And normally, only a couple of those seats of twos get hit. But I don't know what happened. I oh, like I mean, momentum. Part, part of it was 
so me and Wendy, you know, we're we're a bit larger of, of people, and uh, <laughs> we were seated on the side, or seated, seated on the side, <laughs> yeah. That ended up, uh, so the ride paused at the very top of the biggest downhill slide, which is where you get the most wet, and it stopped with us, our backs facing the slide. So our weight was on that side that was going to hit the bottom first. And, uh, well, and, and it wasn't just our weight though. It was the people directly across from us were like twigs. Yeah, and they were, yeah. They like, were. <laughs> <laughs> it was Stephen. Stephen was too. next to like this really small woman and next to her was her like skinny husband and their like four year old kid. And so, I mean, like literally it was. So we fell down, like, you know, they, it finally let us go and we went down the thing. And it was like, you know, when, when like a really big person jumps into a pool and like cannonball and yeah. everyone gets wet. That's exactly what happened. A tidal wave came over top of our seats and slammed everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> so I did warn them before we went down, though, you know, because we, we, we got stopped like that. I'm like, well, it's nice knowing you guys. <laughs> So, lots of fun times in in Disney and MegaCon and everything. We're hoping that our inbox will be completely flooded with questions or comments or something or requests for pictures, because um, we would love to to completely interact with you know with our audience. And um, but I think we could go on and on talking about our trip, and I can go on and on talking about Disney. We all know this. Um, I was excited. I got new bows for my mini ears. So that was exciting. And we got gifts and we, for people. And we got to see a very erect Woody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I had to throw that in before we ended the show. Yeah. Woody was tall enough for us to see over the, the wall. For the new Pixar place, you know, and everything. So that's one big Woody. Yeah. Well, the article, literally, the article that that wrote about it, you can look it up. It says Disney erects giant Woody. <laughs> <laughs> and you know they did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how could you not? not right. Either that or someone was super innocent and you know did not know. Yeah, like didn't think about it until after it came out. And like, oh. oh. <laughs> My bad. The funny thing is, is I know people like that yeah. that don't even realize it until you explain it to them. Or when you, I mean, because the thing is, it's not, it's not just so that you explain it. It's like when you're talking about someone's name, sometimes it just doesn't even like, you know, it doesn't pop into your head, you know? <laughs> but so, yeah, so that we got to see a lot of cool stuff happening and we can't wait to go back. And, um, but I want to go to Toy Story Land. That's the only thing I'm really like. It opens up June 30th. I know, but the I thought Pandora was bad. I'm pretty sure that oh, Toy Story gonna, Land yeah. is going to be insane. It's going to be insane. So maybe in a few years I'll make a trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let the bugs all work themselves out yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so um, but yeah, I think I think that we should close it off on this, you know? Yep. So I'm Wendy. I'm Scott. This is Brandon. Randy's making it sound good. <laughs> I do my best. Yes. It's kind of hard too with us, but <laughs> this is us saying find a way to put some geek in your week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Sunday, but not really. <laughs> <laughs>